0: Welcome to the fastest five minutes presented by Croll and Mooring. This is Peter Ayer bringing you a bi weekly summary of significant government contracts legal regulatory developments that no government contracts lawyer or executive should be without. My usual co host David Robbins is out today, so I'll be covering the developments over the last couple of weeks. We start with commercial item news. On October 10th, the FAR Council published a final rule amending the commercial item definition at FAR 2101, in order to conform to statutory changes made in the fiscal year 2018 NDAA. The final rule adopts the proposed rule issued in May 2019. It's a notable change. Here's the piece to keep in mind. Effective November 12th, 2019, the definition of commercial item will be revised to allow non-developmental items Developed exclusively at private expense and sold in substantial quantities to multiple foreign government entities to be treated as commercial items. So the key is that sales to multiple foreign government entities can now qualify for commercial treatment. That's what's new. Moving to GSA's schedule, on October 1st, GSA released a new solicitation on FedBizOps that consolidates and streamlines the existing 24 schedules into a single schedule for products, services and solutions a lot of things there lots of companies trying to figure out what's new what's different but this is a significant milestone only new contracts will be placed on the consolidated schedule and current schedule holders will not be affected by the new solicitation until the mass mod updates terms and conditions in 2020 moving on to foia news So we've talked a little bit about a Supreme Court decision that came out previously, and then on October 4th, DOJ, Office of Information Policy, issued guidance on how that decision, and the decision is called Food Marketing Institute versus Argus Leader Media, how that decision should be applied for purposes of determining whether information is confidential under Exemption 4 of the Freedom of Information Act. The new guidance establishes two conditions that agencies should consider in assessing whether information falls into the common meaning of confidential. Number one, whether the information is customarily kept private or at least closely held by the submitter, which should be established at least with evidence about general industry practice. And condition two, whether the government provides some assurance, which can either be expressed or implied, the information will not be publicly disclosed. OIP acknowledged that the current legal precedent is unclear as to whether both conditions must exist, and given legal uncertainty, it instructs agencies to consider both conditions when determining whether to invoke Exemption 4. Moving on to our last item. On October 9th, President Trump signed two executive orders limiting the use of federal guidance. Federal guidance is basically an administrative tool that allows agencies to issue an explanation for how it interprets or plans to implement a policy and does not require public comment. The administration has taken issue with the use of this tool to impact policy without following notice and comment rulemaking and things of that sort. So there are two important ones that basically cut back on the use and reliance on this guidance. So certainly worth noting as well. And that's all for this edition. We'll see you again in two weeks. In the meantime, if you need anything, I can be reached at 202-624-2807, and David can be reached at 202-624-2627. Thanks for listening. The Fastest 5 Minutes Podcast is brought to you by Kroll & Maury LLP. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and if you enjoy our show, please leave us a review. You can find more information at kroll.com slash govconpodcast.